0: and welcome to bookends with friends this is your co-host parker moon
1: this is agent brett guile or am i this is brett this is that was really they're both cringing right now i get that it's been a couple of weeks i'm rest of you guys uh, hello
2: daniel phillips
0: we're a, a bi-weekly book club podcast where we uh go over one book every month and we make friends along the way
2: it is just almost a book a month, isn't it? Almost. We almost do a book a month.
0: We almost do a book a month. Right now we're kind of at like like 1.15
2: per month, which is fine. For what it's but worth, we still, we're we're
0: reading the books.
2: We read the books, but we always do make friends along the way, and that's the important part of it. I'm podcast. still wondering
1: why you guys are cringing so much. Brett's not allowed to
2: speak for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, after that
0: so true. honestly, Brett, you had me with like agent Brett. I thought that was good. And then you tried to turn it into like a portmanteau with Argyle and it didn't quite. Brett Guile was kind of where you lost me. Yeah.
2: Never that wasn't go creative, is what you portmanteau ever
0: again. Um, no, I love you. It's fine. Uh, do you want to get into short stories or segment where we catch up with each other's lives?
2: Yes, please. I would
0: okay. love to. Also, if I sound muted right now, it's because we are recording a little later than we normally do um, and there's a sleeping baby probably like,
1: uh,
0: 40 feet from me right now. So
2: yeah. Yeah. When he says sleeping baby, he means mango. In his, yeah, right it's, now. it's me. Doesn't want to
0: like up. No. Um, cool. Well, I'll just, I'll just do what I'm reading. Well, first, first time before we do that, the book of February is chain gang all stars. Um, I Brett or Dan, do you know how to pronounce this author's name?
2: Uh, Nana Kwame. Um, I would have to look it up again really quick.
0: Yes, please.
2: It is Nana Kwame Ajedj brinya. because I Thank you. was going to pick this book for March, and this little snake decided to do it for February.
0: Well, hey, I heard so many good things about this book yeah, um, me too. pretty I'm much really, like, through the end of last year. I'm really excited
2: uh, to read it. It was a top 10 for last year um, on like a New York Times list, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: it sounds amazing
0: sweet yeah the premise is like uh
2: like it a hunger a, game
0: style prison reform in a yeah. dystopian america
2: yes it is a um satirical novel in a dystopian setting about like the american prison system which sounds really interesting
0: yes i've heard Very great exciting. things good pick, um, Parker. thanks man yeah <laughs> I, I wish you would have thought of it um <laughs> Yeah, so the other books that I've been reading, I just want to tell you about. So I just want to catch you up on books that I've been reading. I read yeah. this book called Thistlefoot. Um, have you all heard of this?
2: No, I haven't.
0: It's by I think. Oh God, I man, I'm really forgetting authors' names right now. Nethercott, I think, is the last name. Um, it's really great. It's uh, about a, a two kids, a brother and a sister. Um, I say kids; they're in their twenties. And they are shipped a house that walks on chicken legs from oh, Russia.
2: Sorry, sorry, one sec. Parker's thirty now. I've we forgot to mention that. That is uh, true. They are kids to you. You. They are grandpa. kids to me
0: because I've joined Brett. He's an old uh, bag of
2: bones. I wish I had some young friends.
0: Yeah. Do you, What's it like? You having just have your old youth? wise
2: ones. My my youth in my twenties. Sorry, continue.
0: You look so spry. Um, but it's great. It's good. It's like a modern day, uh, like fairy tale, folk tale, almost um, really great writing. Um, so that, check that out. And then I also picked up a book called Scythe and Pen, which I'm reading right now. Um, and that's by uh, Abigail Hobbs, and she's a local artist. I actually met her uh, at Judson's. So oh, that's cool. it's great. Very I'm really exciting. excited to read that. Yeah.
2: Very exciting. Um, my short story of what I'm reading is Defiant by Sanderson, which is the last book in a Skyward series, which neither of you have read yet. And it's nope. it's really good. Skyward's awesome. Um, it's his YA sci-fi series. But more importantly... It's up in the
1: air whether I'll read it.
2: <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. 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 Uh, more importantly, in February, I have a selection of books for Black History Month, uh, fantasy and sci-fi books written by... Um, Uh, black authors that I'm really excited to read. So I collected a list and I'm going to chew through those this month. And so one of them was Chang Gang All-Stars. So that knocks out one for me. I'm going to read um, some N.K. Jemisin, uh, the fifth season, because I've never read her stuff before. Uh, A book uh, by a man named Micaiah Johnson, I believe, called A Space Between Worlds, which is like a sci-fi epic. Um, So, yeah, I'm just really excited to kind of diversify. Sweet. My my sci-fi fantasy reading a little bit. To, yeah, dude,
0: that's a great to idea. Some different I, authors. I might um buddy read uh in Jemison with you. I have that. That's the first of her like Broken Earth
2: broken trilogy. Earth, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah broken cool. Earth I, I I picked that one up a while ago, and it's yeah.
2: been sitting
1: on my shelf. So I might buddy read
0: it with you.
2: It seems really really good. So really excited for this month.
1: Sweet, Brett. What you got going um, on? Mine is a little less important than your guys's, but. Um... <laughs> Hey, I uh, I found out, it's out. not
0: don't downplay yourself.
1: I found out very recently that it is my birthright and my legacy to uh, be a Mario Kart champion. OK, that's
2: um, so, so less important.
0: No, wait, my, this is not less important. Keep going.
1: I found out just randomly that uh, my dad played the original or played the SNES Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, And we talked we had like a long conversation about how he was like super good at it. And he said he beat all the levels and beat the game. And I was like, I don't remember ever talking about this because... That's
2: really cool, actually.
1: Yeah, we play a lot of Mario Kart in our friend group. So wow. I found out why I just have like an eye for it. And I it's just... It's in the DNA. I just want to shout that out. So <laughs> I'm calling it here when you see me on the stage <laughs> at uh, Nintendo Live. Thanks, this is Dad. This is where it started. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks,
2: Dad. A generational Carter, if you will. That's
0: right. Uh- who did he race as? Was he a, a Toad guy or a Bowser? No, he said or... he
1: was a Luigi main. Luigi? He said he was a Luigi Ooh. main. I love some Luigi. So he's I'm a, also going to play... He's a Cat
2: Peach main.
0: <laughs> I don't think Cat Peach was in the old games.
2: <laughs> no, she was in the Super Nintendo version. I'm pretty she hard. was the first
0: ever character. <laughs> That's so wild.
2: Yeah, she's the the character that threw barrels at Super Mario and
0: jumped in. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, do we want to move along into... Talk, of,
1: talk about this book? Let's
0: talk about this book. Can we? Okay. So,
1: I was well. I Wait. was going to say we usually do quote of the week first, but I was thinking we don't. We still don't know if this book was wasn't written by like Chat GPT. So I don't know if <laughs> we should so give true. it a
2: quote of the week. Uh, we don't, don't know who I the author pull is.
1: Okay. A
0: quote.
2: It's, I, I. You know. Can't think of one.
0: You know, I actually do. There's one quote. I don't have it. So this is um completely off memory. Okay. But. There was a scene that I did like that I thought was written relatively well. It was a conversation between Carter and Argyle, and um, it was something along the lines of Carter saying, "Like you're good with women," and Argyle was like, "Well, what do you mean?" He's like, "And she she said most men hate women. You actually like women," um, and it was just, it was like a conversation about like how. She said, she said like most men are either afraid either or afraid angry women. at women. Yeah. Yes. And you actually like women. And she she was basically like complimenting in a way that says like he respects women. I don't know. It was, it, I obviously did not do a good job remembering the quote, but I did remember that there was some piece of this book that I thought, huh,
2: good. Chat GPT is a feminist.
0: <laughs> Chat GPT is a fe- Okay. So <laughs> wh- what are we talking about? We're talking about Argyle. Okay. We're which talking is about
2: Argyle by Ellie Conway, which written is a- by
0: Ellie Conway.
2: By Ellie She's a Conway, fictional AKA character, Matthew Vaughn, aka uh, my yeah guest.
0: Taylor Swift.
2: Okay, not definitely not Taylor Swift. Definitely a screenwriter for the movie. So Argyle is a book that came out in January, which acts as a prequel, additional plotline slash prequel to the movie Argyle, the blockbuster, really expensive movie Argyle.
0: Henry Cavill, uh, John Cena, January. the whole gang,
2: and just to. Just, Henry Cavill, Dua Lipa, yeah. John Cena, all in the movie for twelve seconds, and then it's uh, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell. Which I've heard that their chemistry around.
1: is good, and, and, can, and the scenes like, with them is good.
2: And
0: and uh, the, like a, it's a huge cast. It's got Samuel L. Jackson, it's a massive cast. Dua Lipa, like I mean, it it just has like a ton of people. And I would have thought that that was that meant one of two things. One. This book written by this mystery author. Ellie Conway is not a real person, by the way. I don't know if he said that, but it's a it's a pen name and no one knows who the real author is,
2: right.
1: which is the also kind movie. of a
0: plot line in the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: um, because it's jumping between Argyle, the characters and Ellie Conway, the author who like predicted this spy phenomenon. And now she's being chased by the mob or Russians or something. Anyways, so. um, uh. uh we don't know who this author is. Where was
2: I saying? <laughs> so <laughs> uh So we don't know who this author is. Um, but the the thing with the oh, book is going yes. Okay,
0: you got it. I, yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> my my brain just went in like fifty different directions. I would have thought that this meant that the book was either like crazy well written to the point where they like they were like, We gotta make a movie about this as soon as it right. drops. Correct. Or Or, which I'm convinced is now the case, which is they were writing this movie and about 90% of the way through someone in the marketing department said, wouldn't it be fun if we made Ellie Conway a real person and would write like a book for this that ties in with the movie as a marketing move? Um, And I think that's more like, I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but I can't imagine that.
2: 100 million percent. Yeah, so I can't imagine that someone read it
0: and decided to write a book or a movie about it.
2: Nicole explained it this way to me when I talked to her about this book because I was, like, talking to her about it a good bit. And the All Too Well music video of Taylor Swift at the end of it when she's, like, you realize the music video is, like, a book that she wrote and she's, like, book signing. That's what I feel, like, Argyle is. Like, it truly is, like, I bet we could generate hype around this movie if we made a book that is, like, a prop in the movie, it feels like a prop for the movie, yes, yes, yeah.
0: that's well said, that is well said. It does feel it feels like a prop. I feel like we're I don't we're not giving away too much. um we're just kind of setting up the stage. I think, yeah, that's a good I think the stage is set. um, do we want to get into general general thoughts about like yay or nay overall impressions? How was your reading experience?
1: it was i so overall like fairly generic. But yeah. there are some parts where it's like, okay, this is entertaining enough to where like, you know, it has my interest, but it's not like, it's not anything groundbreaking or anything no, like that, I would say. And not. it was, there was, there's a few things, there's a few elements that could have made it better probably because th- I did the audio book, which I assume we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was fairly, fairly generic and just some of the some of the plot points were not like it didn't nothing made me like mad or anything like that it was just like yeah this is a you know it's a spy book but it wasn't yeah. like a crazy thriller
2: no it it's it boils down to like really bare bones for me it's like it's got all the ingredients to a spy novel with like none of the extra sauce in it
0: right there's no there wasn't a lot of like heart in it is one yeah. like so like it 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 was harmless. It was fine. It hit like it, right. it checked all the boxes read it, for like I
2: read it quickly. Like Yeah. You could really you can put this book away. Like it, it really is. Like I didn't love it, but it, it's like Brett said, it's entertaining enough for like you can pick it up and it's like, Well, I'm not gonna not finish it. Like I might as well finish it. Like mm-hmm. but I just don't think anyone is gonna be wild by this thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely I feel the same way. I feel like um It and I mean that that's kind of just like solidifies what we're going back to, but like I I don't feel like these characters were strong enough on their own to where I feel like, uh, like some no part of me is like, oh, this has to be a movie, which makes me feel like it was written to support the movie and not the other way around.
2: Yeah, Um, I I do want to hit some some positives of it uh, after this comment. If you guys have any, yeah, for sure. Did you? kind of expect like a james bond-esque like solo like argyle is like the man
1: yes um kind like, of, of yeah the book
2: because it really isn't it's like he honestly plays kind of a small role yeah he's a little bit almost of almost back- as if like they yeah. want to write more where he's like more of the star of the show well
0: can i tell you something that i actually liked Uh, something that i wrote like in my notes as far as a as a good point is it felt like a spy origin story yes and i feel like you don't really get a lot of that i feel like a lot of times when you're introduced to a spy in media they are already that like mythic like uh, almost like
2: God creature level. like yeah yeah like i'm
0: I'm thinking like uh uh, uh keanu reeves and john wick and even right. james bond i mean outside of like casino royale we really haven't been given too much like introduction to the character um and i mean there's a handful of those uh, you right. know other ones that i can think of but i i like the fact that argyle you've got to see where he came
1: from before um matthew vaughn has said that he wants us to become like a multi-film i don't know if it'll be a multi-book franchise but he, he wants to make it into a that's what i would it, a franchise, which, as
2: if it was gonna be like that yeah i'm, I'm not, not gonna sure make how it's a cold doing. shot
0: and say yeah. it's not gonna get continued because <laughs> i i've just seen early reviews yeah. early reviews are dunking okay. on this yeah so
2: cranking out like a 32 percent on Ryan tomatoes right now yeah
1: guys it's rough it's rough um, um but yeah, it was. There's definitely like some of the team stuff. Pretty like the the you know there's a g- good variation of the you know the members of his team. Like you know he, they try to make interesting storylines between them. Um, yeah. The secret guy Dobrovsky or whatever that one's that like side part of it. You know, it's like it like like Dan said. I feel like it has all the classic like spy thriller yeah. stuff. But it's just from there, it, it's not like it doesn't go much deeper beyond that. So can I give um, you
0: another massive green flag, though,
1: for me? Sure.
0: All of the really cool ways that they incorporated the Amber Room. Yes, um, that was the best
1: part of the book. OK. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Parker.
0: No, y'all y'all jump in and, and add. I feel like uh, we feel similarly. But yeah, I loved
1: it. I didn't know. That's the one thing. I know we, I talk about history stuff a lot. I didn't know. I, I look stuff up about like halfway through the book. Cause I was so interested to see if that was real because I was like, they have so many, so much, so many stories about this Amber room and stuff. And I was like, there's, is this, this has to be a real thing. If there's go- so many, basically the entire Amber room story that they talk about is fully true. I don't think I'd ever heard of it. It's fascinating. It That's is really fascinating. And it's still lost today. Like people, they still think it got bombed. Um, but it was at that cat like for a while was stuck at that konigsberg castle where they searched Um some people do think that the nazis either like took it to argentina or they stashed it somewhere like deep in a mine or something like that but it is pretty th- like that being the backbone of the plot is very interesting um yeah. that is a huge plus yeah big time
2: i think some positives for me um and this kind of reinforces that the movie existed and then they wrote the book. Wyatt was just John Cena. He's just John sure. Cena, dude. He's yes. Just John Cena. He is just a hulk of a man that's like kind of goofy, kind of aggressive, but like to, the to the relationship point... between Argyle and Wyatt was was fun. I enjoyed when they were like together at any point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To 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 that point it's funny because I I don't think that he is a good character if he's just written. I yeah. think he doesn't make <laughs> sense because he's supposed to be this like former Navy SEAL and like yeah. and and really good at what he did. But then like throughout the story, he's a bumbling idiot. Like he's he's pretty dumb the entire time. He's just a broom. and it yeah. made it enjoyable in my mind when I was picturing John Cena do just those John scenes. C- yeah. But when I separated it and and you know, I don't think that they really did a good job of explaining why this you know, former Navy SEAL, now CIA operative was acting like a five year old boy. But if you picture <laughs> it as John Cena, it works. It works yeah. so well.
2: There's like a scene at the end of the book where they're like pinned down by gunfire and he's like in a bush is what I pictured and like not moving. I, I do you know what I'm talking about? And they're like, we need to move and he's like, I'm not I'm not moving. Cause he's like I, yeah. wounded or something. Yeah. And the whole time I just imagined like Massive John Cena trying to hide his giant muscular body behind like a shrub during a gunfight.
1: <laughs> I, I will say the, the other side of it, um, when I read the book, I do not see Henry Cavill as Argyle. Henry Cavill is too <laughs> yeah. bulky for me. Like he's too much of a James Bond when Argyle seems more like a Sam Rockwell type or he seems more like a hippie type that yeah. is just like a good outdoorsman and gets thrown into this. I didn't see, obviously I like him. I love like Henry Cavill's great. And in the movie, sure. I'm sure he's great. But like, as far as how Argyle's written, I don't see Henry Cavill. I, as I
0: think that. there's a little bit of dissonance because the way the, the trailers of the movie, And again, this isn't like a good way to read a book, but the way that the trailers show Argyle, he seems like this like debonair, suave spy. Yeah. And, in the book, as like the prequel, you're introduced to this very like crunchy man bun wearing, right. <laughs> uh, you know, grow up in the woods type, and yeah, so like I think,
2: Jimmy Buffett on the beach.
0: Right. I I think you can get there, like if he grows up and has been in the CIA for a while and becomes this spy. Um, but I think that there is a little bit di- a, a little bit of dissonance there because it when you first are introduced to this character, you don't. I mean, he doesn't even feel like he would be uh suave 007 type
1: no No. not at all the the other funny thing while we're talking about his origin and we we joked about this early on we were texting each other about it but every all of his cia spy abilities are like tourist based or tourism based (laughs) which i just kept laughing at every time they would introduce a new problem he'd be like i used to lead people through the jungle doing this it was like rock climbing and rafting and stuff like that he's like I used to be a tour guide. I did I, I
0: used to, to mountain this. bike back home.
2: <laughs> it was like over <laughs> and over again. I lost it when like the training for the CIA was whitewater rafting. I yeah. Was like Matthew Vaughn or Ellie Conway or whoever wrote this book has never been whitewater rafting in their life and they think it's a lot scarier than it actually is because this is something that I did when I was in second grade and <laughs>
1: It's a camp activity.
2: It's like, yeah, it's like a summer camp activity. And they're like fighting for their lives on like the rapids, like the five, a rapids of the water.
0: Since we're kind of poking fun here. Can I also talk about something? This is, this is a a critique. It's not something that was really that distracting, but it was a little distracting.
2: I just like Um, poking fun. The speed
0: at which Argyle became a spy
2: (laughs) from, from like being three months
0: off. It was like, yeah, it was like a handful of months. He was like, he was a random dude who they encountered on a mission and then they adopted him into the cia and then we're sending him on like the most dangerous field work as an operative (laughs) within a matter it was like half a year and i'm i just i could not wrap my mind around that like there he didn't go through much formal training at all and like god i'm gonna get on a soapbox later about francis kofi because i think she's a terrible character but um (laughs) the fact that like the entire time she was like I just have a gut feeling. I see myself in him and he's just like this untrained hippie mm. that they just like brought onto the team.
2: Like from I, the woods.
0: Right. I cannot fathom, but sure. It, I mean, it's, it's storytelling. I can I guess, suspend my disbelief.
2: Sure. Let's let's talk about the plot. We're kind of just picking fun, but let's like dial it in and talk about the plot for a second, which I'm also just going to kind of pick fun of because
0: of course, that's going to be this episode.
2: It seemed all over the place. Like I was so jarred at any point in this book i didn't know where these people were supposed to be unless they specifically told location me.
0: location wise oh my god yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah i had no idea it was like they're in north carolina they're in prussia they're in moscow they're did in you guys France notice, an art museum
1: did you notice the recap section where it was literally no. like previously on it, it was basically <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like
2: when, <gasps> wait, i think when? it was i, I think I it was
1: wyatt
0: Wyatt was like so I don't understand. Tell me how we got here, and then Kofi oh goes into like God. a full-page yeah. monologue of like he, the the beat-by-beat beat breakdown of their mission. It, it, I Brett, yes, I was dying because I'm reading this <laughs> and I'm like, why are we? It like repeated <laughs> itself basically. Right. They they were like they were like this is where we're at, and then he was like, wait, 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 how did we get here? And then Kofi goes into like a beat-by-beat beat story
2: like recap. It was wild. It sounded like they. It seems like they wanted like a Spider Verse like. Let's do this one more time and like Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. God. Just just really goofy.
2: So they
1: he becomes a spy in like yep. 3 months. They go on a couple of missions. Um again, I think the the Mount Athos stuff my, I didn't look as much into that. I think that might also be partially at least like sort of true. No. Um which is also interesting. Um but uh so they basically the idea is there's this amber room which is an old basically room that was built into a Russian palace that was made completely of amber and gold and is like considered priceless like like a like billion worth like billions
2: it's like the um, nation's relic yeah that's and lost it, it was lost forever.
1: during World War II and so they're trying to rec- so there's this Russian bad guy he's trying to recover it to um to Getting show that like power. as like a yeah as like a symbol which yeah. i don't I don't know if they play in this. there was a weird moment where while I was reading the book, I looked on on just like on a random I don't even remember what news website it was yeah but uh in in the in the book the the Russian leaders, like we're recovering all our old artifacts to show like Russian pride and stuff like that. there's literally a new like there's a developing story where putin the real leader of russia has decreed (laughs) that they are going to he's put money in like budgeted for a task force to recover russian assets and artifacts that have been stolen from them over the years like that's a real thing and i was like the creators of this book must be just like jumping for joy that it's like because the whole idea of the movie is that she writes this story and it comes true and so it's like they wrote this story and it's coming like the Poo real russian president is actually of doing this.
2: Argyle to read before guys
1: did.
0: we don't know like, we don't know who Ellie conway is Ellie conway could be vladimir putin <laughs> we don't need a we don't need to jump to conclusions here but
2: that's true you never what know a, what a name for vladimir putin to decide on Ellie LA conway <laughs> he's just writing his book with his on he's laying on his stomach kicking his feet in the air he, he's in his cute he's in his cute Argyle. boy era <laughs> <laughs> He He's getting real eyes with little hearts.
0: A real shift in his whole uh his whole <laughs> like shit. He wants to just really be a different guy.
1: Oh man. So Parker, tell us about um so the whole team is led by a character Francis Kofi. Francis
0: fucking Kofi. Sorry. We can cut the F <laughs> word seems, if we need to.
2: It seems like they wanted her to be like a suicide squad leader.
0: <sighs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah it kind of feels she, a little why is bit she like so
2: that. so like weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so my my whole thing is this entire time you're introduced to this character. In almost every single time she's uh, in a scene, it's made a point to where like the characters around here, uh, uh, around her, almost like whisper about her legacy. They're like Francis Kofi, the greatest spy master of all time. Like she worked her way from the top, and she's really good at like you know, bending people to her, like, get what she wants. She has all these yeah. connections all over the world. Everyone's like, wow, Francisco, Francisco, water
1: rafting instructors, but it, that <laughs> she can get you on
0: is completely, completely for free. juxtaposed by every single decision she made in the book was so stupid. <sighs> and like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like every single time they went on a mission, it was like her leading them and, and something would go wrong. And she'd like, no guys, you got to push through. And in many cases, it led to individuals deaths. And this is even before we're introduced to the current team, because, you know, that her last team had a mole and it got people killed. So, guys, I I just I can't the the thing that I'm really trying to wrap my brain around is why she would send them on the final mission, knowing that, like, there's, there's a mole, there's a mole and there's all of these like like a an armed force of Russians coming after them. And she's like, no, we got to risk it. Cause that's the only way to root out the mole. But I, I'm just, I'm, I, I can't, I'm like that. You're going to get everyone <laughs> killed trying to like find out who this mole is. Yeah. And then sure enough, Everybody. almost all of the people on the team die. And she I, like, and everyone at the end is just like, Well, she did it again. Yeah. Look at the greatest spy master (laughs) of all time. She
2: does like her monologue speech at the end. That was like, it's hard, but we did it.
0: It's hard, but we did it. And I'm like, (laughs) you would be fired you are terrible like I, I i'm not even remembering all of the flaws there were so many times where i was You're just like,
2: talking about her personal life of her just personal life which is also with... super weird it <laughs> like adds
0: nothing to the story she's married but then also has been having an affair with her husband the entire time with her lover i think it was written so that she seems like edgy and cool but yeah. it just like i don't know it nothing sat well with Makes me sense I, with... I thought it was really really dumb and I thought it was maybe even dumber that at the end and that, well, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead here. But once Aaron Quinn is revealed to be the traitor and she gets multiple people on her team murdered, like she she would be considered a war criminal for yeah. what she did to her teammates. And like it literally crimes against humanity and her like getting her friends m- murdered. Because she was very easily manipulated by the Russian government, and then at the end, Francis Kofi's like, "Well, guys, she she had a really tough family life, and we should all turn turn a yeah. blind eye we, because you can't
2: know everyone's backstories.
0: Because the CIA makes mistakes too, and it's like, no, like you can't, you no, I, I refuse. I Stop doing that. I refuse because so many people died."
2: Like, she if you're going to create a CIA team of, like, seven people, maybe know that those seven people aren't going to get the other six killed right. on I, a very I, important mission. Like, is really... a pretty low number.
0: The whole time, I was thinking, like, she's going to pull off some really cool reveal, and or she's going to do something really, really clever to, to, like, make it worth all of this mythos that they had built around the Francis Kofi character and then there was yeah. zero payoff like yeah. less
1: than zero she was so bad at her job i don't <laughs> understand i'd like to mention the uh audiobook for a minute um yeah yeah, yeah please talk, take it away this. another another way you can kind of tell this was a bit rushed for marketing purposes um and let me start off by saying this is no shade at the audiobook narrator um
2: who's narrated multiple audiobooks by the way yeah and like, also it's not like she's like a rookie to this this
1: stuff well i think they just gave her they just did one run through there were no second takes it was all one take and they're just like sorry we're moving on like you need to you need whatever you get on this is what we're going out. with because and okay so she's british she's british there is sometimes you're like okay Maybe there's gonna be a lot of characters that are British and so they need like a solid English accent to 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 handle those. There yep. is one character in the whole book that is British <laughs> and they speak maybe like 20 lines and that is it. And for some reason they hired a British native <laughs> British person with a British accent to do American characters and it, it takes you out it doesn't of work. Yeah. the story so many times because again i'm not mad at her she got like one run through she just a lot of pronunciations and stuff are just different give, give us and some examples
0: like, because it's it's pretty it's pretty egregious
1: there's okay so the one there's one that's semper fee which is the like what like the main motto of the marine corps uh it's actually pronounced semper fi i don't think i'm i for a second i was like am i crazy is it pronounced semper fee and i just don't know it but it was maybe like said like ten times. Semper Semperfee. Yeah. semper Um Soviet, uh, gonna... Soviet instead Soviet, of Soviet. Yeah, yeah. Which all these make sense for like a British accent. That's I think that it's she's she's doing an American accent, but it just some things squeak through. There was one. It was um, so the term centrifugal, like centrifugal force. She said centrifugal. Um. <laughs>
2: I don't know if I caught that. I probably just thought she said a word I didn't know.
1: Yeah. Epilogue instead of epilogue, which not, isn't too far off, but there was just a lot of a lot of emphasis on the wrong syllable. And I, it I just really feel takes you out of it.
0: I really feel like um if you're listening to this and you did not listen to the audiobook, you might think we're being like really nitpicky.
1: Yeah. Or I, like
0: obnoxious. I, I, yeah. But I would encourage anyone, even just like probably go listen to the sample on Spotify or whatever. Um, it's, it's like distractingly bad to the point where I was planning on listening to this and got maybe 10% in and then, and then bought the book on Kindle because (laughs) I could not do the narration. Um,
1: no, again, no shade on her zero shade. I blame Matthew Vaughn whoever like gave her one chance to say a line and was like, all right, it is what it is. Also like there's mistakes in there too. Like,
2: why was there no like, Oh, Hey, like say it this way. Let's, you know, let's run that one back. I I feel like there's
0: no, there was no like producer, nobody standing by like editing or helping, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like the whole thing felt very rushed.
1: Yeah, um,
2: I was about to dig into Matthew Vaughn, but I did forget he wrote Kick-Ass, which I'm a big fan of. Well, he of. did Kingsman, which is the
1: Kingsman, Kingsman yeah. is fantastic. But yeah, so so I apologize that I guess listening to myself say it, it does sound very nitpicky, but it was like...
2: was <laughs> Brett being so mean right now?
1: I had a He's bunch written so down, mean. and it was just like, it just takes you out of it. And I laughed yeah. at a lot of them, but it was just something where um... It was it was definitely distracting.
0: Okay, I'm I've got a couple more thoughts on the book. Uh, y'all good yeah. if I take a shot spit here? Spit him out, yeah, okay. spit him out. Um, so one thing too, it for for y'all to know, I don't know, I, I talked to Dan about this a little bit, and he said he didn't he didn't think he caught it because of the audiobook there are some pretty egregious just like typos in the book, and um like faulty sentence structure that felt like it could have been caught in edits. Um, For one example, it says peering over the top, he can now see into the main part of the cavern and the scene in front of him stoppers his breath in his throat, Um, which (laughs) is just like it's just in there. Um, And then hang on another one.
1: Did you stoppers reading for a while? I I should have
0: stoppers reading. (laughs) Um, So this is just like in the sentences, it glances over at Carter, her dark, probing eyes, her expression so serious until a wide, wonky smile cracks it in two opens his mouth to blurt out what's been churning through his head at night instead of he opens his mouth to blurt it's it, like the, the, the start of that sentence was forgotten about right and it, it just like rolled into the next sentence um it
1: was it i don't should, know it's, that, it's and,
0: and that like that stuff, so, I, I just i just screen grabbed two instances of of stuff that was riddled throughout the entire book um i don't know i i, I feel like we're really hating on it it was fine
1: I think yeah. Those are just things where we're just pointing out that it was that it was rushed. Again, we start so off rushed. by saying good stuff. Like it's not bad. We're just we're just commenting. I don't think we're saying anything just, worse uh, than what the rest. Can, of can the I tell you? Can
0: I tell saying. you guys where I'm where I'm at with this? Where I'm at with this whole experience?
2: Uh, I'll follow up with you. I want to uh, see the movie. I
0: feel like I feel like there could have been some really cool payoff. Yeah. This is a, this was a marketing ploy, and I feel like I fell for it. Um, but I feel like it was it was uh, walking a tightrope of trying to do something really cool. And if it would have stuck the landing, I would have been so Drop much there, more right? forgiving, so much more forgiving it's of got the, the, the back and its errors. The fact that it doesn't feel like it's sticking the landing, at least from early reviews of the movie, and then they did all of this like mystery and um, and and build and all this stuff to to hype it up feels like it fell really flat. Yeah. Um and and kind of left me feeling pretty deflated. Almost and this this is like shame on me, you know, but I almost feel a little cheated because I was really hoping there would be good payoff. Right. Right. And I feel like it's a big ask to have someone read a book leading into a a movie, like a tie in, um, and you do all this marketing about it. And then neither the book nor the movie are uh, critically uh, accepted. Well, well, yeah, that's, if, that's where I'm at.
1: If they had galvanized, if they'd written like, again, it has the backbone, it could have been like something really, really cool and great. Um, but if they imagine if they had written like a great book and like galvanized book talk and like yeah, harness that, that definitely into, was the goal. Right. That was yeah, the that, goal. I think so too. Like, whoever had the idea, good idea. But it's just and the execution. I
2: think the only traction that this project, this idea got was whoever started the random rumor about Taylor that is Swift Tether being Swift. the author. A hundred percent. They got lucky that that rumor started because I think this would have been even more of a failure. And if it does come out, exist.
0: if it does come out that this is Taylor Swift, I am sorry, but that's... um. That I honestly, you know what I, where, how I feel about it right now is I feel like one, it's not, it's not Taylor Swift. We just got to say that off the top. It's not, no they
1: said, um, there's like the, the, a lot of it was like the cat and it's Matthew Vaughn has said like, yeah, it, it was inspired by her, but it, she's not the writer.
0: Right. But I feel like they used her like brand to catapult oh, the yeah. success of this, 100%. but I also feel like she's savvy enough to distance herself. And I feel like if it was her, it's never coming out now.
2: <laughs> because no. I don't know that, was that to the anyone,
0: right? I don't know that anyone wants to be well uh, tied affiliated. to this.
1: They're also lucky because uh, there was also another rumor I heard that, and it was stupid because people people thought it was J.K. Rowling for a while because they were like, yeah. At one point, it's like Matthew Vaughn once said that he liked Harry, the Harry Potter series, and they're like, it's J.K. Rowling, and it's like, <laughs> where are you getting this evidence from? But they're also lucky that the Taylor one came out because if that had been the prevailing theory, then right. Matthew Vaughn seen
2: at a restaurant eating fruit, <laughs> Johnny apple seed. Right. I
0: <laughs> I am. I feel like, I feel like we've all talked about this at this point. I would not be surprised if this was written by AI it, with it is, some of the mistakes,
2: so, at least with the help of AI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so 90% sure it is just a guy who does like really basic screenwriting in Hollywood. And that's yeah. it.
0: And you know, so I feel like I feel like we're dragging really hard Ellie Conway, whoever this mystery author is. What I'll say is, um I They did a lot of research. And 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 when I went into when I went into this reading this when we kind of talked kicked around this idea about, you know, hopping on this hype bandwagon, um, I was thinking like, is this an author who's written such a cool thing? That it's going to get turned into a, a movie and then it be revealed. I don't think that's
2: no. at
0: all possible because of some of the sloppiness of it. I feel like it has to be someone whose writing is not their first trade. I feel like that's not their like what they're known for or, and they took a stab at writing a book.
1: Yeah. Or they were just, or, and, or they were just like super rushed and it was a little bit out of their control. It was like, hey, you have yeah, I could see three months to write. This book yeah. for this movie, that's like true. that's yeah. it's. A, I think it's a mixture of all of that is like it was just and the a response rush. was think... beat
0: Borp, beat Borp. I am <laughs> yeah. Chat GPT, and it spit out argyle.
2: I think best case scenario, it is an actual author who like wrote a novel to be proud of and was probably rushed because they wanted it for marketing purposes. And I, if that is the case, I don't want to see an author fail, and I'm fully blaming the, the production. film crew of the movie on whatever this book is.
1: And again, yeah, they did great research like props to you. You that. had me super interested with Amber room stuff. Yeah. I've learned a lot since just doing my own research on it. Very
0: and we cool had a great idea. time joking about some of yeah. the goofiness. It is a
2: fun read. It's, it's goofy. A, it's, it's
0: it's it's very goofy. It's unabashedly goofy with There's some yeah. no of the stuff that
1: it does towards this book.
2: No, and there really we, isn't. We've certainly
0: read worse stuff for this podcast. Yeah. And I and I am saying that this book might be written by ChatGPT, which is a pretty big insult <laughs> to some of those other books. <laughs> but hey, that's how I feel.
1: Oh boy. Um, are you guys gonna? Are you still excited in any way to see the movie? I I still am. I'm kind of interested to see it.
2: Maybe.
1: I maybe. I
0: don't know. And I won't go
2: to the theater to see it. Yeah,
0: I feel like unless something crazy happens, like it comes out that this is like Barack Obama who's written the book, <laughs> and and then like, <laughs> it's the be first in line in the theater. If and yeah. he's in the movie, then maybe i be like, all right, that's cool enough to where I'll check it out. Yeah, I'd be but, there for sure. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I feel, and, and you know, it's kind of dumb too because I feel like that's just how reviews go. But reviews exist for a reason to make sure yeah. that you don't spend money on things that you shouldn't spend money on. And the reviews are saying it's not worth it. Um, Cinema Joe so, uh, on
1: TikTok said that some of the chemistry is pretty good, and uh, one, at least one of the action scenes is pretty cool, but a lot of it is a bit of a letdown. Disaster. What are the
0: odds that we're three of, like, 50 people who will ever have read this book?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. It does not I think... have many reviews. Oh, really? Games. It's no, It's it got it.
0: really, like close to nothing on goodreads
1: i saw a bunch of tiktoks about it so me may- i don't know maybe people are were... i i kind of expected more but yeah i'm a little surprised that it's a I shame really
0: because i feel it. like we really took a swing here because if it would have been like taylor swift and the movie would have and been us releasing like perfect, it perfect yeah yeah then we could have been like really right, on top
2: go. i just looked it up uh gun to your head how many reviews written reviews does written, written reviews on goodreads, on goodreads? In... 500 Wow, Brett nailed it. It's 500. There are 500 oh, wow, okay. Views. Two thousand, yeah. ra- Two thousand people have read this book who also that's, have a Goodreads account.
0: That's remarkably small. Like I cannot that's explain to you how few that's ratings that is. also too even.
1: Is. Do you think they just paid 500 people to do reviews? <laughs> like exactly <laughs> yeah, 500 people?
0: Um, yeah, we Five should have been paid.
1: Okay, uh, th- I mean that.
0: I feel like that wraps this up pretty nicely. Um, yeah. any closing thoughts on Argyle?
2: No, that's it. Cool. Chain gang all stars for February. For, I'm so excited. Yeah, Let's read a real book. Let's read a real book. A real uh, thank book. you for Jacob Robinson for your music, Maddie Moon for your art, Parker Moon for your beautiful face, and Brett Moon for your beautiful, beautiful face. Thanks. Double, double beautiful.
1: Yeah.
2: You are <laughs> double beautiful. You look really cute today. Thanks. You too.
0: And remember, the <laughs> real friends are the books we uh, read along the way. No, nope, the real books are the friends we made along the way.
1: Bye.